hot mess, mamas. Yep, I see you. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day. Try to catch up on the house while the laundry compounds, and you haven't even been able to take a shower for some reason. Your dreams of having kids didn't quite look like this, did they? When you were on Pinterest, you went to Instagram, and you thought that it would be so magical. Guess what? Permission to love being a mom, but to struggle actually liking it some days. Am I right? Guess what? I'm here to tell you that even though you're a super busy, sometimes crazy, stay-at-home mama, there is still a beautiful vibrancy to your life that I want to help you untap. I want to help you every single messy moment of every single day. Yes, even the poo on the floor. No too soon, you're in the right space. If you're looking for easy, simple, practical hacks and fun little tidbits that are going to make your life as a mom so much easier and way more fun because I believe there's joy tucked inside every moment. You just have to learn how to live with more intention and let go of all that stress of making it so perfect. Welcome to the anti-perfect yet super vibrant side of motherhood. The Busy Vibrant Mom Podcast with your host, Michelle Bird. Hey, mamas, welcome back to the Busy Vibrant Mom Podcast with your host, Michelle Bird. Today, we are talking all about allowance, chores, and all that jazz. Last time, we talked about outsourcing and what you can have people help you with. And one idea was to help your kiddos help you more around the house. And with that comes allowance and savings and spending and all that kind of information. So we will jump on into this episode and hopefully I can give you a few tips that we use that might be helpful for you. Teaching kids about money and chores and allowance and savings and giving and all that jazz can be so overwhelming. There are so many moving parts. Like how much do you give for allowance? When do you start giving allowance? What age do you give it to? What chores do they do? How does it evolve as your kids grow up? If your kids are older, how much do you give them? What if my kid likes to spend everything that they get? How do you work this out? It just seems overwhelming and sometimes we don't have enough brain power, I think, to think through all these things. So I will give you a little bit of tips, what we do as a family and what might be helpful for you. Use them as you see fit if these work for you or tweak them in a way that might work better for your family and what stage you're in. The very first thing to talk about would be allowance. We view allowance as being part of a family. If you are part of our family, you are obligated to help and to do specific chores. And in return, you get an allowance and you receive your allowance because we're a team working together. So our kids get 50 cents a day. My husband is usually in charge of that and gives it out at the end of the day for after bath time or so forth. And so that is what they get if they have been helping out as far as being a contributing member of our team. So they've been making their bed, following our directions, getting dressed, helping out, doing all the things that they would usually do on a daily basis, but that they are 
part of our team and really working together. Extra money that we give them on top of allowance is for extra jobs that they are doing above and beyond their chores. So these are things we would hire somebody to do or we may pay somebody to do. Examples of this would be like our kids were working in the yard and they were doing a great job and we said, okay, if you collect a whole bucket full of weeds, we'll give you a quarter. So they hurried and collected a whole bunch of weeds and they worked for several hours really trying to get as many weeds as they could and they did a really good job. So we said, okay, we will pay you a quarter for a bucket of weeds. Other special occasions include cleaning the garage or washing the car. There's been other times where we just really need their help for some reason or another. We need them to help clean out the garage or we need them to help get the backyard ready or ready for people to come over. Things that they don't usually do, but because they helped and they helped with a good attitude and they were kind and wanted to help, sometimes we just surprise them and give them some extra money for it anyway, especially if they have a good attitude with it and they're asking to help and what can we help do? What do you need us to do? We try to value that as much as possible and reward that so that they know that that's really important to us and them having a good attitude is really, really important that we value that. And we do like to do it as a surprise. So sometimes we give them money for doing those things, sometimes not. Usually if there's an actual extra chore that we want them to accomplish, like the weeds, we will tell them ahead of time. But sometimes it's just all based on their attitude. If they're super helpful and they have a good attitude, we may decide, to, you know what, you've been doing a great job. I will give you an extra 50 cents or a quarter or a dollar or whatever it might be. Moving on to the next kind of subject would be saving. Our kids are really naturally big savers. They like to save as much of their allowance as possible so that they can save up for the big giant thing that they would like. But it varies. I think our daughter is far more into buying lots of little tiny things and the boys are more into saving and buying one big giant Lego item if they had their way. But our kids are just naturally a bit more bent on saving, which is great. And I was trying to think about what might have contributed to that. It could be possibly that over the years of taking them on shopping trips and going to Target and multiple stores and they have wanted something, to just be talking through that and to really find out why they want it and if it's worth it to them and helping them to see the consequences of their actions of, do you really want this toy? This is $10. If you saved those $10, you could buy this other thing later. And so just helping them have that perspective or that mindset. Also, it is probably more in the line of experiment rather than talking. So over the years, they have learned that if they save up their money, that they can have one big giant item rather than a whole bunch of little tiny ones. So that's the story around that. With spending, as I said, our kids are not big spenders, but the fact that they have an allowance has been amazing. We're able to use their allowance as a teachable method, being consequences or avoiding store meltdowns and Target. All those things are awesome with 
having money because it makes consequences. For example, we sometimes we find that our kids are leaving the water on or leaving the lights on or forgetting to do something that's costly. So we let them know that if you don't turn off the water and you keep it running, we're going to charge you money because we have to pay for that water. And that makes them a little bit more mindful of the fact that we need to pay for the utilities that we have. One of our sons really likes to use Kleenex, but he uses it not very sparingly, shall we say. So he'll use one Kleenex and barely blow his nose and then take out a new Kleenex and use that to barely blow his nose. So we told him, if you keep using so many Kleenexes when you just have a very small amount and you could easily use one Kleenex, we're going to charge you for using Kleenex. The same would be true for toilet paper or other items that you have to spend money on. And when they're used up quickly, that uses up money. This also can be applied to time and energy. If they take too much of my energy as a mom and they're yelling and screaming and making me frustrated... I sometimes have charged them money so that I can go take a time out and I can go get coffee or I can go on a date with daddy. We usually have not actually done these things, but I have taken money from them because they have used up my time and my energy, which is a valuable resource. So we have charged them a couple quarters to quote pay for the babysitter when we go out or to pay for other consequences. So the allowance can also be used in that way. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80 you have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. The other thing with spending is, as I mentioned, it's important to teach them saving up for one item rather than a bunch of items. Sometimes you want to check, do they really need that one item or they just want to buy something? Another rule that we have with spending is that we'll only purchase one item on credit. If we go to the store and one of our littles wants a big stuffed animal, but they only have $10 and the animal is $12. So they would have to save up $2. We will buy that one animal and put it in our closet up very high on the shelf so they can look at it all the time. And then we will collect the money that they owe us from their allowance each evening until that item is paid for. And then once it's paid for, then we will give it to them. But there's only one item that we will purchase on credit. So they can't keep purchasing a bunch of items and just stack them up in our closet and keep paying for them on credit. We want them to know that they only have that option for one thing. 
Also, it has helped a lot to have allowances, especially when shopping, because it helps with any of the meltdowns that we have had in stores. You're able to realize, do you want to buy this? Okay. If it's worth that much to you and you want to buy this silly trinkety item or this another color book that you have a hundred or whatever it is, then yes, you can buy it. You have your own money. You can choose to do so. So that has helped a lot in breaking down um, annoyances or meltdowns or screaming because you simply say it's your choice. You get to choose and it's far, far easier. One uh, teachable moment that we've had where Bo had to pay a lot of money was when we were at the library and before all the kids got in the car as I was loading up the car with books and my purse and all the stuff they were playing next to the car and somehow he threw a rock that hit another car in the parking lot and cracked their windshield their entire windshield as we're getting into the car so I of course did the thing that every mother does they freak out And then I called my husband to figure out what we should do. We decided to leave a note on the car for the owner and to say, hey, we're really sorry. We damaged your windshield. Please let us know what it's worth and what we can do to fix it. Here's our number. And so we did that and went home. And it turned out to be a very, very sweet couple from the library. The wife volunteers there and it was the husband's car. And so we connected with them and we told them that we would like to go ahead and pay for it. And they said, that's fine. The insurance will pay for it. We just need to pay the deductible, which is about $100. So we told Boaz, you owe us $100. And of course, he didn't have that amount. So... My husband and I talked about it and we arranged for my husband to take Boaz to this guy's house and to take his piggy bank and to pay the guy from his piggy bank how much he owed and then to have my husband pay the rest of the amount. And then when we got home, we made a chart and we made a chart for $5 bills all the way down the chart. And every time Boaz earned $5 in allowance, which took a while, then he would give us those $5 in allowance and we would cross off one of the bills. So it took him a long time to earn up $100 of giving, paying us back for the damage that he caused for the car. I think about six months, six or eight months into it, we forgave the rest of his debt. And he had, when we realized that he had learned his lesson and there would be no more rocks thrown at cars, but that was a uh, huge teaching moment. And the couple, luckily that we hurt their car were so very kind and were able to work with us in wanting to teach Bo this lesson and they also had boys of their own so it worked out all right but in the moment I have to say I was pretty freaked out and angry at Bo for (laughs) for throwing a rock at this random car's window but it all worked out in the end so we've talked about allowance extra money and chores savings spending 
The last two are more heart issues. The next one we'll talk about is just giving. We as a family wanted to constantly install the fact that we have so much and we've been blessed with so much and it's our jobs as Christians to share the blessings that God has given us to others and to share it with people who are in need, to share it with our church, to share it with communities, to share it with people God has put on our heart. So we wanted to impose this into our kids so that they could learn it. So we tell them we are not afraid to tell them that we tithe to the church and this is what happens when we give and it's able for the church to do what they need to do and pay for their building and repair things. And we're called to do this as Christians. We also sponsor a child from Compassion as a family. So our kids have a picture of him in their room and they are able to write letters to our Compassion child and to go from there. And they also contribute some of their allowance towards the fund for Compassion for that child for every month. So in that way, it's kind of a tangible effort to have all three kids contributing and they're contributing to something that they can see to an actual person to an organization that helps kids just like them who are in another country maybe the same age and so it's a tangible way of them to connect with that and connect with the spirit of giving one idea is if you don't have a picture of someone or something you're going to give for like a goal, you might have a jar out on your counter or something and say, when that gets full, we are going to do this or that with it. We're going to give it to this organization or we're going to use it to feed the homeless or we're going to, it has a purpose, but it is somewhere that everybody can see so that it is useful as a visual reminder for the whole family. Yes, we just talk openly to our kids about giving, about ministries that we support and about the church and why we feel that it's important to give and why we're called as Christians to give. Ultimately, the last portion in talking about money and allowance and savings is really being thankful. Ultimately, all of our gifts, all of our belongings and possessions and everything belongs to God. So we try to promote a spirit of thankfulness by daily recognizing times when someone did something or someone paid for something that we needed. For example, if we go out to ice cream or we go out to dinner, we thank daddy or mommy or whoever. Thank you for purchasing this. This is a treat. This is something that we are investing our money in. This is not something that is automatic. This is something that is a special gift. And so we like to promote the idea of thankfulness. If somebody does something, we also promote the idea of look at that. They were caring for you. They saved this for you. They wanted this for you. They were thinking about you and worried about you and wanted to show you love. So we really try to promote thankfulness for what we have and what we have been blessed with. Overall, allowance and giving and saving can seem overwhelming. Just take it one step at a time. Decide with your spouse what life lessons you would like to impart for your kids and what steps you need to do that. Focusing first on allowance and what you're going to give them, when, why, and when. Then on saving, 
and then of course spending. Spending is usually the easiest one, but it takes more time to cultivate a spirit of giving and of thankfulness. Those are more from the heart rather than tangible. So don't get discouraged, take it one step at a time, and remember that you are imparting life lessons for your children. These are so important as they grow and jump into this world. So as always, if you need extra tips and advice, extra tricks, come on over to the Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. We love to connect. It's a place of just asking questions and getting answers and connecting with a loving community. So now go have an amazing, busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!